Breaking news from The Athletic. Hey, this is Robert Mays with some breaking news from Free Agency. They announced today Rodney Hudson is going to be released. It's going to be $12 million in dead money. Jason Fitzgerald from Over the Cap reported that he's willing to give up his $3 million in guarantees to bring the cap it down from 50, or the dead count from 15 to 12. That's still, and they saved $9 million in cash, I guess. So, I mean, like, but at a certain point, what are you now? So you have a team last, it almost feels like the Raiders every single offseason, they're just playing whack-a-mole with their problems. It's like one problem goes down, hit it. Another problem pops up. It's like, all right, well, we're, now we're going to spend all of our money on Yannick Ngakwe and whatever this is. We're going to cut all of our offensive linemen. So now your offensive line is going to be bad and other areas of your team might be better. I just, there seems to be no cohesion to the way that they're trying to do this. So if you lose Rodney Hudson, what's going to happen? They already cut Richie Incognito. Gabe Jackson, I think, is still technically on the roster, even if they thought they were going to move on from him. They traded Trent Brown. So now you have Colton Miller at left tackle. You have uh, James Simpson. Is that his name? John Simpson? The guy that drafted John, the fourth round last year? John Simpson, I think. Something something Simpson. The draft in the fourth round last Homer. year. Homer. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like even if there is a plan there, their offensive line is going to be worse. Rodney Hudson is a force multiplier along their offensive line. He makes every single guy better because of the influence he has. Your dad was his position coach for multiple years. You spent time around him. How would you characterize the influence Rodney Hudson has on an offensive line room and on a team in general? Yeah, we know left tackle, of course, is the most valuable spot. But the center has just as much. You said a force multiplier. It's the best way to put it. They have so much effect on the entire room. Uh, Especially when you're the best pass blocking center in the NFL and maybe the smartest center smartest. in the entire NFL. I was just about to one of the toughest and smartest. That's the thing with Rodney. He has a spatial awareness of, I mean, just rare, rare level spatial awareness. Him and Matt Burke. And it's you know, with Rodney, it, he was a tone setter. He he had all the expectations. He set the expectations and bars so high for the rest of the room. You know, you know, Kenichi Assembly came in. Gabe Jackson's there. Once Rodney, when, when Assembly came in, you know, he was a year after Rodney. It was kind of like they kind of have like a perfect meshing of personalities, you know, like just in how it's, they go about it, things. So true. And Rodney was perfect. They're perfect for each other. I mean, they really were. I mean, they're, I wouldn't say they're friends or anything, but as far as being next to each other on the offensive line, it was great. And same with Gabe. And I think, yeah, like you said, Rodney, because he was so, all right, here we go. So like every week, my dad, or I think a lot of line coaches do this, but they'll put together, you know, a blitz tape or whatever our main protections for the week are against all the blitz looks. And the best players, you know, when they have their iPads at home, so they're studying and, and usually the quarterbacks and a lot of the good centers, you'll hear a lot from them because they're actually studying. And then you hear other guys, you know, typically receivers going like, Oh, did you watch that? Did you watch that cup I made for you last night? Ah, uh, no, I couldn't find it. It's like, Oh yeah, you had the, you've had the iPod for three years. can't find it. <laughs> um, but, uh, but with Rodney, with Rodney, it was, if that cut up wasn't uploaded to his iPod by like five o'clock Tuesday or whatever day, it was like noon Tuesday when he would like text everybody. Hey, hey, I haven't seen the blitz cut up yet. So it's, you know, this guy is into it. Like it, it, you'd be like scared. You'd be like, oh, oh uh, let me check with the video guy. Hold on, hold on. We'll get it for you, Rodney. Because <laughs> that's what he was. I, I love Rodney just as a dude too. But he is, he is that culture setter of just toughness and, and being accountable and just high. I mean, every time you see a running touchdown or a rushing touchdown, even or like a passing touchdown, maybe he's on the ground sprawling. He like gets up and he's fist pumping the whole way down, just going like, you know, F yeah, F yeah, F yeah, just the whole way down. 
that's awesome for a whole team. That's what's so strange to me. This isn't a, some guy that Gabe, I understand that they moved on from. A little too expensive for maybe what they wanted. They probably want more zone stuff. I get well, that. When you're a physical player and that's your number one characteristic and you're getting older, sometimes yeah. it becomes hard to justify that number. That makes sense. But Rodney, it's like he has so many intangible parts of his game that it's like, yeah, you're willing to pay a premium for it. But on top of it, his play has not dropped off. <laughs> so it's not like he's just getting older. I, I thought it was very strange what they're doing in, in Vegas. And and it's one of – but we can say that all the time. Like you said, they're plugging one hole after one other, another one pops up. For forever, it seems like they're trying to fill a receiver. And it's like, okay, they might have a couple guys. Aguilar leaves. Rugs might be whatever. You know, Hunter Renfro, the guy that took in the fifth round, might actually be something. But it's like they just keep throwing stuff at it, but with no like sense of like what everything is and value of for the guys that they're doing and the pay and everything. I don't know. They just they just they do a lot of things that it's like I watched this guy on Monday Night Football and he was awesome. Uh, on what sign him like without no study, no like vetting process, and that just seems what they do. I also saw a rumor there might be a cash flow issue w- without paying him. That's how bad it is. Is that every rumor has. You know, some grain of but truth to it. If, if you have a cash flow issue and you're giving Yannick Ngakwe two years, twenty six million, then I think we have, yeah. to have a conversation. I, to me, it just there's no sense of identity. Thanks for listening, guys. Make sure to listen to the Athletic Football Show and follow the Athletic NFL on Twitter for all of your breaking news and free agency needs.